Hello, and welcome to the High Horror Society, everyone. If you cannot tell by my amazing uh, humming abilities, uh, beatbox <laughs> abilities, and Kyle's little mask, we watched the classic, the 1978 classic, classic. John Carpenter's Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Music sticks with you, man. It's it like incredible. So, so much to talk about with this movie. Um, we just got done watching it. We're doing this in preparation for the new movie that is yes. coming out. Um, what, next week? Next week or the week after? Week after? I don't Two recall. Weeks? Yeah, it's coming out. Oh, geez. When's it coming it? out? I think the... it comes out on the 19th, so next Friday. Yes. I'll be so, out of town, so we'll see it on the Monday. We'll see it that <laughs> following Monday, and we'll post an episode as soon as we see it, because I am excited to see it. Apparently, it's getting really good reviews people are really enjoying it they're saying it is uh a true sequel to the halloween series so yeah and we'll we'll get into it a little bit more we'll talk about the franchise a little bit in this there's a lot to cover there is Um, there's too much to cover there was too much yeah i actually talked to kyle before the episode (laughs) i texted him earlier and i was like dude there's like enough shit for us to do two episodes on this it is crazy um so I have a little method here that I took to touch on ah, yes. the points the points that I want the to highlighted. make mentions and then uh, everything else we'll just say for the dogs. Organized. We can always come back and revisit the movie later. For sure. Um, so yes. So John Carpenter's Halloween, obviously amazing classic film. Many people have seen it before. Many. Cast is uh, you know Donald Pleasant is Dr. Sam uh, Don, I'm sorry, Donald Pleasant is Dr. Sam Loomis. Jamie Lee Curtis is Laurie Strode, uh, and then uh, Nick Castle is Michael Myers or The Shape, as he's oh. referred to oh. in the um, cool. in the script and in the credits of the, the movie. The Shape. The Shape. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Tony Moran is uh, Michael Myers is unmasked at the end there. Oh, okay. Um, and Will Sadden Sandin as Michael Myers is age six, so little Mikey. Oh, little uh, Mikey. PJ Souls is Linda uh, Von Dirk Cluck. And then Nancy Keys is Annie Brackett. So kind of rounds out the... Oh, and I'm sorry, Charles uh, Charles uh, Cyphers as uh, Sheriff Lee Brackett. So uh, uh, Annie's uh, father. Yes. It's the cop dad. The cop dad. We didn't smell them smoking weed. It was like right, right there. It's like... I, dude, when I'm driving, I can... Like when I'm driving and I, I could be like... I'm like, someone's smoking weed in yeah. traffic. Like, I can smell that shit <laughs> from, like, yards away. away. Like, this is a cop, yeah. and he's, like, looking right in the window, and he doesn't smell anything. That was just funny. <laughs> right when they roll up, roll down the window. Yeah. It's like, just blows right in his face. Um, so, as you can see, we have Halloween right here. And I don't know if my <laughs> camera can see it, but that's okay. Kyle's <laughs> camera can see it, but we got it right here. So, we, we did actually it. watch a DVD we tonight. Did. I think this is the first High Horror Society where we actually watched a physical disc of a movie. Yeah. And it wasn't just one we were streaming on Netflix all, or Amazon. It's always been streaming. So, yeah. we went old school. We went DVD. old school for this. Yeah. We, we could have go gone VHS. VHS. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. We could have gone VHS <laughs> we if we really wanted to. But uh, yeah. We could do that still. <clears throat> we could. So, I have two synopsises. Synopsy. Uh, for this that I want to read. Um, uh, this one is very short and to the point. 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night in 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonville, Illinois to kill again. I used to live in that town. <laughs> no. Did you? You lived in Haddonfield right next to Shermer, Illinois, right? <laughs> made up all towns, the made-up towns of Illinois. Somewhere down south and nobody knows about. No one knows. Illinois. The uh, Haddonfield, Illinois, which 
conveniently looks a lot like California. So. <laughs> just uh, with fake leaves. Fake leaves, though. So. We'll you're just spoil oh, you're spoiling them. Ah. You're, you're ruining the ambiance. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then the other synopsis, which gives a, a lot more information, which is a lot longer that I'm going to attempt to read for the first time here. You can the do year it. is 1963, the night Halloween. Police are called to 43 Lumpkin Lane, only to discover that a 15-year-old Judith Myers has been stabbed to death by her six-year-old brother, Michael. After being institutionalized for 15 years, Myers breaks out on the night before Halloween. No one knows nor wants to find out what will happen on October 31st. 1978 besides Meyer's psychiatrist Dr. Loomis he knows Michael is coming back to Haddonfield but by the time the town realize it realizes it it may be too late for everyone maybe so that doctor knew the whole time oh fuck yeah dude <laughs> dude Dr. Loomis called it he knew called even it. the cop was saying like oh I hope you're wrong yeah. sounds like bullshit no Dr. Oh, Loomis was right he knew yeah he was there to save the day so, uh, yeah, I just jumping right into the, the fun facts for this. There are so many fun facts to this movie. Um, there are literally like several documentaries written about this. I mean, let's just, I guess, just talk, pause for a second and talk about like this movie is a classic. I mean, this is the quintessential like I don't think this was the first slasher movie, but it was definitely the one that put slashers up front and center mm-hmm. mainstream for people. Hmm. Um, you know, it paved, paved the way for uh, uh, Friday the 13th, of Nightmare course, yeah. on Elm Street and all that stuff, which we should do episodes on as well. Friday yeah. the 13th is actually a really interesting, uh, uh, very similar to this. There's tons of stuff because it's just nice. it's like all these indie budget movies like that took so much effort and time and mm-hmm. like, you know just people taking a chance on these kids and these people like yeah. it, it's crazy and it turned out good yeah it turned out <laughs> it i mean phenomenal like it worked, yeah yeah so uh jumping right into it we all know halloween's a classic uh there are going to be spoilers galore in this uh discussion of um, course if the movies if, you know if you haven't seen it yet please go see it the new ones a new one's coming out in a week or two very soon yeah so check them out gotta go so, from a budget of three hundred thousand dollars, the film went on to gross forty-seven million at the U.S. box office. Wow! Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it uh, definitely Halloween is uh, considered one of the most successful independent films of all time. That's because of that. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, due to its uh, shoestring budget, the prop department had to use the cheapest two-dollar mask they could find in a costume store, uh, and that mask happened to be a Star Trek William Shatner mask from nineteen sixty-six. <laughs> Um, so they spray painted the face white. They teased out the hair. And, uh, they cut out the eye holes or reshaped them a little bit. Hmm. And uh, that was that's the mask. That's, that's Michael so Myers. Cool. Yeah. I mean, how cool is that? It's just like found. They just found something and made it work. You know, yeah. like um, so apparently another fun fact. So uh, uh, William Shatner recently admitted uh, for years that he had no idea his likeness was used for the movie. And uh, it was only recently in an interview someone mentioned it to him, and he said that he was actually honored by it. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Um, Go Shatner. Yeah. Um, so this is another interesting one. So we, we made comments of this as well when we were watching the movie, and, you know, uh, all the, the girls are walking and talking down the street, and it's just like, yeah, these 25-year-old girls sure know how to play 16-year-olds. Like, <laughs> totally. thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> but of all the female girls in the movie – 
Um, they're supposed to be in high school. Jamie Lee Curtis was the only one who was actually a teenager at the time. So she was probably like 19 years old and probably not yeah. even in high school, but yeah. like, clearly everyone else was in like their early twenties. Like it That's was so just funny. like, she was like the so most apparent. mature one there too. Like, yeah, it and was. the other ones were like just <laughs> fucking around and just, totally. just being all weird and <laughs> slutty, slutty, weird. <laughs> yeah. Drinking beer, drinking beer, smoking, smoking weed. weed, getting <laughs> caught by Michael Myers. <laughs> but um, oh, I thought this was a really interesting fact. So uh, John Carpenter's intent was uh, that uh, uh, he didn't want the audience to ever relate to Michael Myers. Oh, which I thought was actually really well done when you like when I, when I read that and thought back at the movie. Like there is no moment that he, like humanizes Michael in, Definitely, yeah. in the movie. Like he's there's like no, a robot. Like yeah, at he's the just ending. Yeah. Well, you know, he sit, does the sit up thing and he turns his head directly at the thing. And like, yeah, exactly. There's no one moment where you're like, Oh, I can sympathize with this poor man. Yeah. Like, you know, when he's he, got no emotion, right? When he pins Bob to the wall and he steps back and he just kind of like tilts his head and yeah. he like looks at it, like somebody looking at a piece of art or something like that. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's unsettling to a degree that like you don't it doesn't register well because like you your brain is telling you you're seeing a human but you, the actions you're seeing are so robotic and so yeah unhuman unhuman like it's, it's weird. like it is and that's what makes him such a classic character like you know what makes Freddy a classic character? His smart ass remarks and his <laughs> funny jokes as he's chasing people scary around. Terry. You know? hey, yeah, scary Terry, right? Yeah. Precisely. Oh, but that's, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly how he was. Oh, like, you know, um, and then, you know, uh, uh, Jason Voorhees, you know, the same thing, the mm -hmm. hockey mask chainsaw or whatever he could find to kill, whatever, yeah, you know, whatever just this unstoppable was. beast that just keeps coming. Like he was a beast. Yeah. And, and here's Michael Myers. This, they never really, I mean, the other movie, the future movies go on to explain it a little bit more as the other do movies do in the other slasher franchises, too. But, like, in this original one, it's just, like, we don't know. Like, there are some supernatural elements that happen, and there are some weird things that occur. Mm -hmm. But overall, like, it's never really explained what Michael is. Like, yeah, I mean, is he, he gets shot. Is he just this really strong freaking freak of nature? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's going on here? I don't think but, he feels pain at all. Yeah, but so. I think... <laughs> I think John Carpenter did a really good job of conveying that oh, in, totally, in yeah, the movie. Definitely. Um, so I thought that was really well done. And that was an interesting little tidbit of information uh, that I found there. Um, so uh, this was, I thought this was really interesting too. Um, so as many people might know, movies are often shot out of sequence because it doesn't make budgetary, uh, uh, you know, it, it, because of budget and other reasons, mm -hmm. it doesn't really make sense to, shoot a movie from the start of the script all the way through yeah. so and schedules too and schedules come into play and all sorts of stuff like that oh, so yeah. like the um so the for uh, uh the movie was shot out of sequence right so john carpenter created like a fear scale or a terror scale rather for uh jamie lee curtis so she knew like coming into it how scared mm -hmm. to be like okay you're at a five or whatever yeah so i thought that was kind of interesting that's a good so, way to yeah to keep things to gauge it yeah because yeah. she's like she doesn't know is this part of the movie going to be at the very end is this like the first time she's seeing michael like these yeah. types of things are answers that questions that we need answers to so uh speaking of jamie lee curtis um john kids john carpenter hired her 
uh, as a tribute to uh, uh, her mother, Janet Lee, who was in the Alfred Hitchcock classic Psycho. So that's, that's kind of a... That's so cool. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little tribute. <laughs> mother um, and daughter. And yeah, scary mother movies. and daughter, scary movies, scream queens for sure. Scream queens. Um, so that, uh, the movie <clears throat> itself uh, was shot in 20 days wow. in the summer of 1970. Or I'm sorry, the spring of 1978. Can you imagine that? That's crazy. 20 days 20 of your days. life. And then to make this, and it's like and this it's, classic, it's iconic huge. thing. Yeah. Granted, post-production probably took about as long, if not longer, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, Just to shoot all that, like that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then uh, on, so again, uh, talking about the movie uh, parts being made, uh, the theme to the Halloween uh, was scored obviously by John Carpenter. He wrote the music mm-hmm. um, and the theme, the main theme is written in a rare five fourths time signature. Um, and John Carpenter learned that rhythm from his father. So you being a drummer, I thought that was a that is super cool. fun fact. Yeah. But not just a regular fun fact, but a super, super. Fun fact. I love so it. I gotta, I gotta I have it. a color, different color combo for those. It's gotta be gold. But also in addition to that, um, uh, the uh, the score that John Carpenter wrote, he wrote it in four days. That's so cool. Right? That's impressive. Again, like just to get it all done in such a fast time. This classic, this classic sound <clears throat> that is like present yeah. and has been used and mimicked and <laughs> in movies and has just kind of set the precedent for everything. His four days, yeah, four days a that's, week, that's a nuts. week worth of work. I mean, there's. I'm trying to think, was there like maybe three or four like main parts that you hear like mm-hmm. all that? But I mean, that alone like stands out for, right? the, for the longest time. Like It really does. And it's still spooky to this day. Like it you does. hear that anywhere. You're like, Halloween. Right. Like yeah, it's we, never going to go away. And we commented on that um, about the score of the movie. Like when we we're watching it, like it almost drowns itself out when you're watching Definitely the movie does. like going you, into those scenes yeah like, like it's like i didn't even realize the music was there mm-hmm. and that's how i honestly mm. feel that that is how you know a movie has solid music when the you can almost forget that it's there yeah that's so immersive you feel yeah. like you're in there and it's perfect because it's only it's not like a lot going on musically it's yeah. like one or two notes and very simple like it's just three notes just repetitive over mm-hmm. and over arpeggiated over and over again right and like it's so simple but it works it works so well it does it's and it's effective and they they use it, 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 it it's very talented very i mean it's just unbelievable and it stood the test of time obviously yeah i mean in the new movie uh that's coming out uh Apparently, John Carpenter liked the idea so much that he offered to score the movie too. So this new one that's coming out will be a is, part of too. Yeah, that's is, so cool. Uh, I think he produced it and he wrote the score for it. So nice. And, and this is as close as we're gonna get to an actual John <laughs> Carpenter sequel to this shit. So man, let's let's do it. Um, so uh, this I also thought was interesting. So that opening point of view sequence uh, only took them it took them two days to film. So not only am I. Uh, two days which so part of which this is the one where uh they show like in the very beginning of the movie where it just like the camera's moving and you see it's supposed to be michael outside of the house and he's like looking in and he watches his uh, sister and the, her boyfriend go upstairs oh, and yeah, grabs yeah. The okay that part. so yeah, that whole yeah. scene took two days to film so out of the wow. 20 days of filming two of those days <laughs> were dedicated to this that's that's a lot that's, that's cr- i wonder what delay or what caused that Probably a two day. Probably because it never. I think it just it never cut 
if you watch it, like it never really does a cut. Oh yeah, so it's, it's just like a, one tracking shot, like the whole time, like it never cuts yeah. away. And I actually, I think I have another uh, fun fact in here about that 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 it, that scene was actually that a lot of people think it is one long scene, but it's actually three separate scenes. But we'll get we'll get to it. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Um, so apparently, uh, prior to the movie being made, a book was written by uh, a gentleman named Curtis Richards. And it reveals a lot more of Michael's uh, rage, but apparently the book is very rare, which just makes me want it even more now. Of course, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. just like, oh my it's god, too made. like Shit. I gotta find out this stuff, <laughs> even if I hate it, I'm gonna love it. Um, so uh, John Carpenter on set, he was actually quite intimidated by Donald Pleasance. Uh, uh, he was a huge fan, uh, and Donald Pleasance obviously was the the most experienced actor on the set. Uh, that they had and who, uh, who was that guy uh, Dr. Loomis okay the doctor okay. Um, so uh, when uh, Donald Pleasance asked uh, John Carpenter like questions about his character and like motivations and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, it uh, uh, John Carpenter was nervous but uh, uh, Donald Pleasance ended up being you know really good humored about it he, they said he had a big heart and uh, they actually became great friends, the nice. two of them. And uh, Donald Pleasance went on to appear in two other films for John Carpenter. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah, so that that's always pretty awesome, you know. That uh, that's at least he's not like, come on, kid, like get what, yeah, get your shit you together. Like, <laughs> he's like working with them, and like especially like a. I mean, I'm curious on how much he got paid. Was he like the highest? Donald Pleasance was actor? definitely yeah. He's the top bill for this, so he got paid probably a lot. I'm sure I could dig through these fun facts and Most find it. Most of the it. money probably went I, to him. But. I do know that Jamie Lee Curtis, since this was her her first feature, she was only paid eight thousand dollars for her efforts. Hmm. Still, for twenty days worth of work, eight grand, dude. That's that's, that's pretty not sweet. fucking bad. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Even by nineteen seventy eight standards, right? that's like, not bad. How much is eight grand in two thousand eighteen monies? 2018 monies. Yeah, gotta look it up. Well, in 20 yeah. days you get eight grand. That's, I mean, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to do math right now. What is math? <laughs> what is math? <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see here, Google. What do you got for me, buddy? What you got, Google? So eight thousand dollars <laughs> from 1978. Oh, cool. The actual. Oh yeah, man. I don't. Was it saving.org? Saving.org. All right, let's see this hyperinflation. Would be $31,000 today. Whoa. Almost 34. Or 32. $31,758.33. Making that 20 change. That's not bad. Even that eight grand these days, I would take that for Right? I know. (laughs) So, yeah. That's like. Let's go be actors. Let's go be actors. Fuck all this podcast shit. How do somebody? No one listens to this crap anyway. (laughs) Somebody get us in film. Somebody get us a camera and get us on film. We're already on a camera. You know what we can do. We can do better. So just get us on film. We'll we'll practice. We'll practice. I'll make thirty-one grand in twenty days. (laughs) (laughs) I hope. I wish, man. That'd be the goal for sure. Yeah. Um. Speaking of not having any money, like we don't. Um. (laughs) This is another. Another. You know, just something that happens with indie films, like all these weird things that, uh, like these fun facts that come out that 
um, you know, help make the movie what it is. And I think like, you know, Evil Dead has a lot of this stuff. Clerks and like Kevin mm-hmm. Smith's movies have a lot of this stuff in it. Like this kind of just like we just made it work sort of thing. And we've yeah. talked about that before. Yeah. How like that sometimes forces you to be better and make a better thing. Yeah. When you don't when you have to work around the budget budgetary constraints. Exactly. Uh, budgetary constraints. Um, but uh. <laughs> The, for this one, uh, all the actors wore their own clothes because uh, uh, there was no money to have a costume department. So everyone just kind of wore what they had. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. Because of your high salary, yeah. nobody could get new clothes. So uh, this is funny because you and I talked about this while we were watching the movie and made several comments about it. And then I read that this was one of the things on our list here. So I thought that was this would be interesting. But uh, So the movie was actually shot, shot in the springtime in, Cali- in Southern California as we we said um uh it's supposed to be october late october in illinois yeah that does <laughs> so, not look like um, the crew the cast and crew they had to buy paper leaves from uh <laughs> and paint them uh in autumn colors and then scatter them on the filming locations and then after a uh, scene was filmed they would collect all the leaves again and reuse them in the next scene. Um, so it's, but also it's funny because apparently in the DVD commentary, which we should probably watch, um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and John Carpenter also make mention that the trees are full, uh, quite full, and they are green, and there are even some palm trees that can be seen <laughs> despite it being October in late Illinois. Yes. Um, you know, obviously the. The, there are no palm trees in Illinois. Nope. Uh, it's a lot colder than it appears there. It's and a lot usually there's no leaves on the trees by the time. Yeah, they usually f- fall off. off and, and it's off usually then. raining and kids are slipping on the leaves. Trust while they're us, we know. We live right in the heart of it. <laughs> God, somebody save us. Take us out of this. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> um, so uh, the stabbing sound effect was achieved by stabbing a knife into a watermelon. Oh. Yeah, I did thought they, that was kind of cool. Did they eat the watermelon after they stabbed it and cut it open? They did not say. Man. I hope so. I, I mean, hope no watermelons were wasted during the filming true, of this movie. I mean, I'm so delicious. I'm going to send a tweet to John Carpenter to <laughs> Please ask Please tell that's, me you ate that watermelon. Because that's going to bug me. Open. I'm going to not like this movie anymore because of that. <laughs> wasting food, there's just no need for it. How dare you? There's a drought in California and you're wasting watermelon. Um, this is another, uh, so one of the other difficulties of uh, filming in the springtime and in California is uh, where the fuck do you get pumpkins? True. <laughs> Can't go so, to yeah. Goldberg's pumpkin farm. No, you can't. <laughs> but uh, so the crew had a hard time gathering pumpkins uh, for this movie. But yeah, that, yeah, I mean that's another especially something one you broke. wouldn't even think about. Like where? True. Well, fuck, where do we get pumpkins this time of year? Hmm. Um, you know. Uh, yeah. And then the, uh, here's another uh, little uh, uh, thing that we, uh, go, again speaks to the speaks volumes about this being an uh, an indie movie. Again, uh, the dark lighting comes out of necessity since the crew didn't have enough money for lights. So. We don't have enough money for lights. We'll use we, the dark. We don't have enough money to film in the actual location in the time of year, so we have to use leaves that pick them up in California. <laughs> we don't have uh, uh, enough money to, for a costume department, <laughs> so everyone's got to wear their own clothes. I, I could just be seeing like seeing everybody on the cast, like set of this oh. movie and being like, what the fuck is That's going on here? That's why they didn't eat the watermelon. They needed to save it for <laughs> the other stab soundings. The, the watermelon was used for the <laughs> cast catering afterwards. Um, this i thought was funny so again here's another uh one of these things that comes up in these type of movies uh so the meyer's house was located in south pasadena it was largely decrepit and abandoned um uh uh so um 
but um, for the part of the film that had to look like a normal furnished house, right? Because when they were living in oh, it, yeah. it had yeah. to look good, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, in order to get that to happen, um, most of the cast and crew, they worked together and they cleaned up the house. They moved in furniture. They put up wallpaper. They even set up one, running water and electricity. Wow. And then when the filming was done, they had to take it all out. So <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that was kind what of interesting. What did they need the water for if they never used it in the movie? I don't know. I mean, I guess if they were filming there for a couple of days, yeah, I, I don't know. Use... Maybe they used it as like a base of locations or something like that. True. I don't know. Well, maybe the county was like, well, if you're going to use this with electricity, you need water running too. Like, you got to... <laughs> Yeah, the permits and everything. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, it could be. You There's weird know. shit like that that happens with a lot of this stuff. Um, uh, so the writer's goal was to make the film like a radio play, which has scares every 10 minutes. So I'd say oh. that's pretty accurate. Yeah. There's something jolting He's always you. peeking around corners like, oh, shit. Yeah, there there's always again. something like, going on. Um, yeah. uh, the killer, we talked about this before uh, we started recording, but the killer is referenced, uh, referred to as the shape in the script and in the credits. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was interesting. The word shape uh, was used in the Salem witch trial by the Salem witch trials judges to describe specters uh, or spirits of the accused doing mischievous or harmful things to another person. Hmm. That was kind of cool. That definitely fits. Yeah. Michael Meyer. <clears throat> and then, uh, so finally, uh, maybe not finally, uh, let's see. <laughs> depends on where I'm at <laughs> on my list of shit here. So uh, John Carpenter's direction to Nick Castle, who played uh, Michael Myers, uh, was very minimal, apparently. So uh, what, uh, there's a story that says when Castle asked uh, what Meyer's motivation was for a particular scene, Carpenter replied that his motivation was to walk from one set marker to another. <laughs> uh, do your job. Do your job. It. And Just Carpenter walk. yeah, Carpenter also instructed Castle to tilt his head a couple times as if he was observing the corpse. So as we talked about in that one scene where he yeah. does his head tilt when he's... Uh, shanks him in shanks, the belly uh, yeah sticks him to the sticks wall bob to the wall <laughs> jesus so shish kebab there are <laughs> many 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 more wow fun facts it's like there five are, pages yeah there's a ton of stuff Dang, here I'm halfway through i know Boom. i know right so um let's just jump right into uh some of the awards and stuff that the the movie wrote and then we'll start getting well let's talk about the the critic response to halloween so um it the critical response at the time was, well, what do you think? Based on, you've seen a couple of horror movies now. We watched a couple of classics and things like that. What do you feel? They usually, like, shit on it right away. Yeah. <laughs> like, instantly, like, eh, oh, yeah. good. and then everyone loves it, and they're like, oh, I changed my mind, or they still stick to what they said 20 yep. years ago. Yep. But I don't know. I mean, this one, I'd say they probably shat on it, too. Okay. And then... It made $46 million, and then they said they loved it. They loved it, right. (laughs) Money. Oh, I love this movie. Um, So upon its initial release, it it did perform well, so it wasn't like uh, the thing where it didn't do well, which I was surprised. Yeah. Um, It relied mostly on word of mouth. Um, And the critics seemed to be... back back then, I mean... That's the way you had to do it. Yeah. Um, And the critics uh, seemed to be uninterested or dismissive of the film. Uh, The New Yorker said that Carpenter doesn't seem to have have had... I'm sorry. Carpenter doesn't seem to have had any life outside of the movies. One can trace almost every idea on screen to the directors such as Hitchcock, Brian De Palma, and to the Val Luton productions. Hmm. Um, Yeah. Claiming that maybe when a horror film is stripped of everything but dumb scariness... uh, 
uh, when it's still, I'm sorry, I'm just fucking this up royally. When it is, I'm sorry, let's start over with this. Maybe when a horror film is stripped of everything but dumb scariness, when it isn't ashamed to revive the stale stalest device from the genre escaped lunatic it satisfies part of the audience in a more basic childish way than any sophisticated horror picture can do okay okay all right people like basic shit yes like, they do if complicated then they'll just walk away they yeah. want the simplest scariest thing mm -hmm. that's what so i think probably what he's referring to is like this is not on par with like rosemary's baby where it's like this is kind of just mindless violence yeah and this part where he says it satisfies part of the audience in a more basic childish way than mm -hmm. more sophisticated horror films definitely like that's you know obviously that's what screams out at me um this was interesting. Uh, Roger Ebert, who is often a vocal critic against slasher films, praised its praised Halloween upon its initial release. Nice. And we were just talking about Roger Ebert a couple weeks ago and how uh, how didn't he change his mind a few times? Like yeah, he did on a couple of movies. Hmm. Yeah, uh, the Los him. Angeles Times deemed the film a well-made but empty and morbid thriller. Um, the Miami Times said it was surprisingly good, taking note that. Uh, uh, it's uh, on its own level. Halloween is a terrifying movie if you are in the if you are the right age and in the right mood. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Detroit Free Press branded Halloween a begrudgingly a begrund. Uh, I can't even <laughs> say this. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt it. Begrudging uh, cult film at the time of its begrudging a cult film at the time of its release, describing it as moody in extreme moody in the extreme god i cannot read for shit tonight <laughs> this we should not start recording this after 11 o'clock after yeah, that we're, we're too tired yeah too tired it's been a long uh, fucking day too long yeah um so we're yeah. getting paid for this it didn't uh, get very good critical reviews that's fine I when mean, it came out but today showed them obviously it uh has uh Great reviews on, on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 93%. Damn. Uh, on, uh, I believe it was IMDb, it had an 8.5. Bravo. I think, uh, and I don't remember, I didn't write it down. <laughs> oh, Out of all the work I did, I forgot to write that down. <laughs> Um, and then uh, uh, on uh, Metacritic, it has a 78 out of 100. So that's huh. pretty favorable, I'd say. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Um, so... Uh, one of the things many people, and we talked about this earlier, many people compare the film to Alfred Hitchcock. Um, there's a lot of comparisons to Psycho. Um, you know, it, it, this film definitely left a legacy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the movie, we talked about this, how the movie is not, it's not really that violent. It's not really that gory. Yeah. Like, I can't really think of much gore outside of the few blood splatters that are shown on people after the fact, after they've been killed or yeah. died. Like, it's not like not, modern day movies where they're showing someone's head getting chopped off and yeah, blood spewing out, you know? Stuff. It's, uh, it's very subtle. It's very, it definitely takes its time. Yeah. And, uh, it's more of a mental, like, he's always peeking around every corner and you're like, oh, where is he? Where is he? And then, yeah. Bam. I, I think, yeah, it's, it's more it, of a mental. Exactly. Psych. And I, it does, it does that. What other slashers don't do? Other slashers go for that like shock, like how, like yeah. that's what I feel oh, the yeah. Friday the Thirteenth movies are. Like oh, whenever yeah, I watch a like Friday the Thirteenth, crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> let me see the crazy kills. Like I want to watch him dip somebody's head in fucking uh, God. What was that? Uh, liquid nitrogen and then hold oh, their head up and geez. smash it like you did in Jason X. Like that shit is crazy. Like that's just awesome. But this was very, you know. 
He used what he had. He strangled them most yeah. of the time. He stabbed a guy Which, or two. I mean, someone um, who breaks out of a mental institution, that's kind of all they got anyway. Yeah. So, like, you can't go buy a gun. Like, right. he'll go find a knife and use what he can to strangle. And I think that's where some of the recent remakes kind of took off a little bit in the wrong direction. So, mm-hmm. if you don't know about Halloween, here's the gist of Halloween. So, Halloween 1 was made. It was a big success. They made Halloween 2. I think John Carpenter and Deborah Hill wrote it and produced it, but I don't believe he directed it. I'm pretty sure he didn't direct it. Um, So originally Halloween was supposed to be like an anthology film series. Like every year or so they would do another Halloween movie and it would be a totally separate horror story told. So the first movie was so successful though, they wanted to obviously bank in on that. So they made Halloween two. So then Halloween three kind of continues along that that idea that we're going to make these different movies and Halloween 3 Season of the Witch actually doesn't have Michael Myers in it at all. Really? It's about a company who makes uh, Halloween masks that sells them to kids that's going to turn them into little monsters or whatever. Oh, and it's been a while since I've seen it. <laughs> it's so I, far from when I yeah, <laughs> when I watched it when I was a kid I hated it because I was I was like where's Michael Myers? I want yeah, to see the blood and stuff. That's what I would be expecting. So, too. um but uh in recent years it's actually gotten a lot of praise as a really good movie because when it first came out everybody was like what the fuck I'm not going to yeah, watch this. Bullshit. Um so Season of the Witch kind of took that whole idea like hey, we're going to do a different iteration of this and we're going to do a different movie every time Hmm. um obviously they scrapped it and number four was the return of michael myers and then number five was the curse of michael myers or whatever (laughs) and then six was whatever and then um you know then the story went from like it was Lori was uh his sister and and yeah i remember that yeah there was a sister part somewhere his sister and he was killing him and then there was something about some weird cult that was like grooming michael from a child and and, and and that was the one what? with Paul Rudd. I don't remember. Paul Rudd. He, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was Halloween. Uh, uh, the Curse of Michael Myers. He was in that one. So then it That's goes funny. like off the rails, and then uh, they go. It goes into Halloween H two O, which is okay. supposed to be twenty years after the first movie. Jamie Lee Curtis re- revitalizes her role as Laurie once again. She's like a teacher in a school mm-hmm. like a prep school with her son and obviously michael escapes and all hell breaks loose and stuff. it's Again. actually it's actually not a bad little movie yeah it's not too bad i it, think i might have seen that one it came out when ago. we were in like eighth grade or yeah, something like, like that but it wasn't too bad so then that movie led to i think halloween resurrection and then homecoming or whatever there's a movie <laughs> with buster rhymes either way <laughs> okay. there's a bunch of sequels they aren't buster weren't all rhymes. that good the one with buster rhymes is cool because buster rhymes like speeds the shit out of him with a baseball bat <laughs> it's kind of it's interesting the buster rhymes only one of beats him <laughs> it's actually a pretty interesting movie because like uh basically the the premise of the film is uh it's a reality tv show and kids put on cameras and they go around the house and they have huh. to stay the night in the myers house oh that's kind of cool yeah so it's kind of like where's busta in this movie he, he is like the producer the of the produ- show like he's like the host of the the, the reality show like i don't think he's the... playing busta rhymes in it but yes that would make it even better though oh, but i remember my ride exhibit i remember liking it for its silliness and its craziness I so, see yeah it, it wasn't bad um and then uh obviously we did the remakes uh slash reboots or whatever it was with rob zombie mm-hmm. he made two of them Went into a little bit more of Michael Myers when he was a kid and stuff like that. Okay. And then they said again, just recently, no, fuck all that. So all of the movies that came after Halloween 1, everything never happened. 
now this movie that's coming out next week is the true <laughs> sequel to Halloween 1. So forget <laughs> everything you saw, people. Now is the real sequel. Perfect. Yeah. I'm so, glad I didn't see any of the other ones. I'm glad I didn't see this uh, first yeah. one. <laughs> I've seen and them. I've seen them all classic. at different times. I don't remember them all, but I've have definitely seen them all. Um so yeah. Uh that's kind of like the story where we're at right now that got us to here. So, so much. Yeah. Pretend like nothing happened when you see Halloween next week or the, I'm sorry, the following Monday, pretend like nothing happened in those other movies. No, that no. movie with Paul Rudd never happened. Who's Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd who? Who's... I'm sure he would want it to never happen either because he's probably like, oh God, that movie. Busta's probably like, this is Look at him now. Like, I love that when you see like actors now, like Paul Rudd's obviously, he's Ant-Man, he's in all the funny movies, yeah. like he's like he's... super build actor. Yeah. And he like, no. one of his first movies was Clueless and Halloween fucking <laughs> Curse of Michael Myers. Like, Clueless was pretty good though. Clueless was amazing. <laughs> Clueless, I, I love that I movie. I, I was actually thinking the other day, too. like damn, if they remade Clueless today like it could actually do really well as like a social commentary because it True. was a social commentary on like kids and oh, yeah. excess and stuff back then but For even sure. now like oh, oh my god it would be like ridiculous like everyone is fucking clueless, clueless these days <laughs> whoa, whoa hey now brought that watch out around. this kitten's got claws <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> Remember we heard that cat noise, but it was just, it was just saying, Jamie Lee Curtis. Where's my keys? All I hear is, meow, meow. It's like, oh, dude, there's a cat in this video. There's no? a cat in this She's video. Just, it's her with her keys. It's just Jamie Lee Curtis with her keys. <laughs> Jamie Lee Kitty. Um, so, yeah. Uh, how are we doing on time here? The well, it's about tool time, so it's about oh. 11.35. Oh, man. All right, so we should get into our closing thoughts. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of continuity errors that I could sit and read for you guys, but uh, days yeah, days. it's so much stuff. And Maybe I'm we'll tired. touch on a couple of them when we watch the new movie, since it will be a new movie. We won't have a whole lot of this to True. kind of, you know, there won't be, there will be the critic role reviews and stuff like that, but we won't be talking about like it's legacy fun mm -hmm. facts and stuff. We could do a little bit, but maybe we'll take part of that episode and use it to kind of discuss the, the fuck ups in Halloween. Cause there True. are a lot of them there naturally <laughs> a bunch of kids making a movie with, on a low budget. I mean, what do you expect? What do you expect? Again, movie holds up. So final thoughts, Kyle, go ahead, lay it on me. Oh God. It was terrifying. No, it was good. I would give it, Five out of five. A five out of five. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, every Halloween, there's a movie you can watch called Halloween that will scare you about somebody killing people on Halloween. So yep. it's just for the marketing <laughs> purposes, genius. Brilliant. For the way that he kills people because he's a psychopath and can't get any other tools besides a knife and maybe a telephone cord, genius. Mm -hmm. In Illinois, the most scariest state in the world. <laughs> Fucking Chirac genius. Chirac? What the fuck is Chirac? Is that what people call Hampshire? No, it's what they call uh, Chicago. Chirac. Oh, God, because of the, the shootings. Oh, Jesus it's worse Christ. Than Iraq. My God. People are you know, so funny. Um, so, yeah, just with everything. Chirac. It was, it's good. I'm I mean, Chirac y. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm going to totally five, say that. In 10 like, out of 10. 10 out of 10? Yeah. All I right. mean,. With the results, forty-six million for a three hundred thousand dollar budget. Like that's that's pretty good. That's not bad, right? I like that. Good job. Yeah, you know, honestly, like this this is another one of those like the thing. This is one of those perfect horror movies for me. It's a classic. I've been watching this movie since I can remember. I don't I I don't even remember the first time I saw it. 
Um, I know I was scared when I saw it. I remember Terrible. running to my dad and my dad being like, well, why are you fucking watching it then? Stop <laughs> yeah, right. watching it. Good and then I would watch. go watch a little more and I'd <laughs> run, dad, dad, dad. He's like, what are you still doing? I think the my parents thrill. were having a poker night or something like that. Cause I remember. Quit bothering me. Yeah. But either way, um, it, it's a staple for me. And yeah. I've, I've, tr- and there was a point in time in my life where I did watch it every Halloween, every year. It is. Yeah. Um, it's one of those movies. It's one of those movies. It's yeah. It's on like, TV all the it's, time too. It's, like, it's just like when you watch, uh, it's a wonderful life around Christmas. It's, it's one of those. <laughs> yeah. it, it is though. It like is, it's it it true, really yeah. like, it's yeah. that quin it's, it's that tentpole of it's mm-hmm. that much of a staple, you know, you Halloween, the exorcist, evil dead, the thing like these are these you know rosemary's baby which i talked about earlier these are these like paramount achievements in horror that have transcended time mm-hmm. and it wasn't just this shitty little movie it was you know this shitty violent movie it, it became something more it had this following and became this iconic thing and it and it set the precedent and the, set the bar for everybody else afterwards you yeah, know definitely. every slasher that came out after halloween How's it compare to Halloween? You know, like mm-hmm. every single one. So it's, I mean, the Halloween legacy obviously has been tarnished with several shitty sequels, and there are people who will defend them to the bitter end. And they, I, there Buster are, Rhymes. and it's a, they're fun, <laughs> they're fun watches. Yeah. I, I do remember watching Curse of Michael Myers recently and being like, oh god, this is painful, and it was like, <laughs> it was so... so stupid and so lame, but like, it, it, it was enjoyable. Yeah. You know, they're all silly, campy movies. Yeah. Um. But for the most part, this this one is the most subtle. It's the most. Uh, I think you could tell that it has the most passion behind it too, mm-hmm. and I hope the new one kind of reaches that same level. And I heard it does. Um, so I'm, I mean, I'm, if he's willing to get into it, yeah. I mean, apparently he liked it, he... liked the idea so much he jumped on board, yeah. which is which says a lot. That's a good sign. Yeah, and a lot of people are calling this the true <clears throat> sequel. So that's. I'm, That's awesome. I'm excited to see it. It, yeah. it looks really cool. The acting looks great. Everything, the, the, even the down to the colors look just fantastic. So mm. I'm excited for it. So I, I, Halloween 1... I guess that's what we're calling it. Halloween... Halloween Uno. <laughs> Halloween Uno. Halloween 1978. <laughs> so we'll have to... Halloween 1978 and then Halloween 2018 is coming out. Um, the original is just a classic that has just stood the, the test of time. And what it, do you it, rate it? I would rate it a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It. Yeah, most definitely. Perfect movie. Yeah. Um, for I, me, obviously. For me, it's it's so, I guess it's like, not really, I guess it's kind of basic in in its own ways. It like is. It's, it's simplified that it works so well. Yep. And that's why I think I like it a lot because, I mean, I, I do love things that are, get complicated and stuff too, but like the more simple and stuff, you could just watch and just be a part of the movie and kind of get... <clears throat> drawn in by the music and stuff like it was perfect yeah just so little things going on that kind of oh here's the spooky part there's the music yep. like it pops out like it, that's that's what it's all about it is the simple and things this this movie set the standard for that yeah. moving forward so that's cool yeah, congrats to halloween and john carpenter you deserve all the success yeah in especially the world. making another one yeah 2018 fucking that's gonna be the yeah. actual <laughs> sequel finally right? fucking what is it 40 years later Jesus. we're going at it Jesus. i mean that's crazy that it can withstand that much time and like yeah. all right we're gonna go back and just make like a sequel that right you know all this never ever happened and we'll just redo it. It's like Superman <laughs> Returns. That's exactly what they did. They said Superman 
uh, yeah, Superman three and four never happened. Just this is picks up right after Superman two. <laughs> so, it's a, hey, Luckily, it works, right? Like, All right, whatever. Yeah, Who cares? whatever. It works. We'll follow you. <laughs> so yes, go see Halloween. Go, go. see the sequel. Um, I can't wait to go. I can't wait it's to go either. Sweet. I'm super excited to check it out. So Halloween 1978, ten out of ten for 10 Kyle. Ten. ten out of ten for Zach. If you haven't seen it, it's a classic. Do yourself a favor. Sit down with some friends and, and check it out this, this and Halloween go season. Go see the next new one right after that. And then go see the next one. Yeah. Because that's the the way it's supposed to go in the yeah, story order. It's perfect. All right. It's perfect. All We're right. Good. Thank you, everybody. We're tired. We're going We're to tired. bed. We're tired. We're going to bed. Peace. <laughs> He's sleeping, everybody. Okay. We're ending it now. Good night, everyone. <laughs>